Hello, I'm Scott Stevenson, also known as the Silver Dollar Man. And I'm Steph Scholl. And Scott, are you ready to hear all about our guest? I am. So let me tell you, Ryan Johnson, he's a realtor with EXP Realty, and he brings business savvy management skill to the Utah real estate market. Okay, I hear you are passionate about solving complex real estate challenges. Tell me about that. I'm not only a realtor, but investor. And my wife and I started investing business a year and a half ago and moved back to Utah in December. This past December? This past December, yes. Wow, and you were coming from North Carolina. East Coast, high five. <laughs> East Coast. Back, on, back from the right coast. <laughs> hey, watch it. You guys are both here in the West Coast. <laughs> so you're back and you're doing what? So we are doing investing. So we're fixing flipping homes, but... When we moved back, we met two realtors, Todd Porter and Scott Orson, the Red Suit Realtor, and they talked me into getting my real estate license. So now I'm here as a realtor being able to help those who need help with their real estate needs. I feel like you're being a little modest about this because I looked at your (laughs) website and I, especially with the wholesaling and flips and stuff, I love how you said that you guys are passionate about like changing communities, changing neighborhoods, taking these houses that are, let's be honest, the ugliest house on the street and turning them into something that people are proud to live in. Oh yeah, for sure. We have flip going on right now where you couldn't even see the home when we first bought it. It was so overgrown by trees and definitely the eyesore of the neighborhood. And we've taken that and cut down all the trees and the light shines into the home again. Mm. The views are back of the valley and yeah, to update the homes, but not only the homes, but these communities that we go into. This one is in a nice community already, but typically we like to go into little more rundown areas where we can really try to help upgrade and help those in the neighborhood. So what I'm interested in is, so how long have you been in business and what sparked your interest in this? So we've been in business just over a year and a half. And at the end of 2020, right there in COVID, my wife found out she was getting laid off. It was getting a little severance package that lasted a couple months. And I told her, don't just jump into another job. Let's think of something we really want to do and let's do something together. In looking at everything, real estate just kept coming back into our minds. We went and joined an education program and learned a little bit about it. And that just sparked our interest even more. I quit my job and we jumped into real estate together and we've been doing it ever since. Wow, that's gotta be exciting, exhilarating, and a little bit dangerous. It was a little scary, yes. Yeah. Yeah, very scary. And working with your wife, I like that you're like, let's do something together. Have you guys found, because I I work with my family here and it's it's a whole different thing when you're working together. Oh, for sure. We definitely couldn't have done it 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But now that you guys are older and wiser with great communication. Yes, she's a little more patient with me. So... (laughs) We, it's a little easier now. They're You've been def- better trained. Yes. <laughs> there has been some times, but no, it's a wonderful thing to be in business with her and get to spend all that time together. And one of the other reasons we did it and decided to do it together was our daughters had all moved away. What better time than now that we're empty nesters? Yeah. Let's do that together and just 
spend all of our time together. <laughs> now, do you just do like flips, rehabs, or do you work with first-time home buyers or? Yeah. Or you do both. Yes. Yeah. We do fix and flips. We do. We're looking at some rental properties. We're doing the wholesaling, but then the realtor thing to to help new home buyers and first home first time first home time buyer. buyers. Yeah. What tips could you give a first time home buyer? I would say get pre find out what you're qualified for, and then make sure that you don't just go with the whole amount you're qualified for. Make sure you can afford what you're getting qualified for. Remember that you've still got insurance, that you've still got all your utilities, your taxes, your taxes, your your internet, your cable, all those things on top of that and make sure that you come up with your budget and take that to a realtor who knows his stuff or her stuff and is there and has your best interest in mind that they're not just going to try to push you for your whole amount, but they actually listen to you and take to that agent exactly what it is that you want in a home. Not just, I want three bedrooms, I want, but think of what's really important to you when buying a home. And so I want to know like how with this background with these properties that you're finding, you're able to beautify. How do you, does that help your clients? Are you able to walk into a place and be like, this is what you can do? Yeah, definitely. You can take a look at some of these diamonds in the rough that mm -hmm. may need a little bit of renovation and make suggestions to them that, okay, yeah, this might not be ideal now, but look at what you can do to it. See how you can, over these, over the next couple of years, be able to turn certain things into real beautiful homes and properties and a real home for yourself. Which I think is a great like thing because when I was looking at places, I just couldn't catch a vision. I know that there's some simple things like probably like knocking down a wall or whatever, but to me, I couldn't see. I remember going to this place that I was like, this is the most ghetto. I can't do anything with this. I don't want to live here. And I'm sure it would have been a great flip. But well, since you've done that, I would imagine that you, because you're flipping the home and then you're selling them, I'm mm -hmm. assuming. Yeah. What do you find to be, what would be an advice to, a piece of advice you might want to give to a seller on how to market their home? I think for a seller, especially right now, is making sure that you know what is going on in your neighborhood, going on with the market. You don't wanna overvalue your property to where you're having to lower your price. Because if you lower your price once, you're gonna have, you're probably gonna have to lower your price again and again. Make sure you're coming in and marketing. And why is that? I think it's just realtors and other people think that if you've lowered your price, yeah. there's something wrong with the property. Mm -hmm. Somebody has come in and found something wrong with it or it's just not as desirable. Yeah, I do remember when I was looking at a house one time, I had a realtor who said, we have this house, they've already reduced it. They'd probably reduce it again. Yes. Almost, we know they're negotiating, so let's negotiate some more. It makes them look more desperate. It makes them look like they they really want to, they're willing to make a deal. Yeah. So they're gonna come, I feel like a lot of people come and lowball you after you've lowered your price. Yeah. And so say you might want to get $500,000 for your home, but if you've dropped your price a couple of times, you may end up making less than you originally really wanted to, where if you would have came in and priced your house at a real reasonable 
offer. You may, even in this market, still have created a little bit of a bidding war and been able to get more than you really wanted to in the beginning. Yeah. It sounds almost counterintuitive, but. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It reminds me of an old joke that I won't tell, but that's. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Thank you for not telling. While we're like talking about your expertise with this, is there anything that you want to add before we move on to another question? For a buyer, it's good to find a real estate agent who does have your best interest in mind, not only for this purchase, but for future purposes or to set you up to make future investments that it's not just a one-time transaction. They really want to make a relationship with you and help you to not only find the perfect home now, but to grow in the future and grow into something either bigger or help you out with those investments later on. Not just get you into a dump just to get yeah. you in a place. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I guess what what do you think is the biggest challenges facing real estate market? It's been changing. It has been changing. I think land. We don't make enough land. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out and do that. Isn't that why you guys came to Utah for more land? <laughs> yes. <laughs> From the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the biggest challenges right now are, especially for these first-time home buyers, the prices are crazy. Yeah. And it's making it very difficult for them to get into a home. But there are solutions to do that. And getting with the right lender is going to help you navigate that a little bit. There's different things you can do to house hack, to find a property that may have a mother-in-law apartment and you can either live in that mother-in-law apartment or you can live in the main house and rent the other part to help you afford that. There's different things that can help you out, but yeah, it's tough as a first-time home buyer. With interest rates going up, a lot of times I think first-time home buyers are scared or they wait, but I don't know that's always the best advice. Sometimes it's better just to get a lower house and go with a higher interest rate and then you can always move on once you're in the market. Absolutely. If you look back at where at least when my parents bought their house, they bought their house at 17% interest rate. <laughs> and that to me just sounds outrageous. Insane. Yeah, insane. You look down the road 20 years, they were able to refinance their homes when prices dropped and they had so much equity in their home when prices of the homes increased that yeah. you have to look at the long term and really understand that you're buying an investment as well as a home and that investment is going to increase in value over time and you will have the opportunity to refinance because it will rates will come down they always do yeah and i want to ask going back to your flipping side i think that a lot of people are wanting as you're talking about house hacking and stuff they're wanting to figure out ways that they can take something and make it new. I find myself on Instagram going to the channels that it's like they're taking a piece of furniture and refurbishing it. I found this lady that turned an old TV into a thing that held all like her drinks. It was awesome. And so I like with, how, with flipping, what's your advice to someone that wants to start to flip? There's a lot of investor groups out. Find yourself a mentor, find somebody that is willing to team up with you. You can learn it on your own, but it's gonna cost you. Being an investor, and there's certain properties that we look at where we're like, that's probably gonna be a loser, but 
over time, we're going to have enough winners that it's all right. And you just don't want to get into it and have that loser be your first property because um. then you've got a bad taste in it in yeah. your mouth and you've lost so much money that you don't want anything to do with, with it. it. Yeah. So what makes a property like a loser? <laughs> what makes them not? It can be a lot of things. It can be the cost of the rehab. It can be the area. It can be, but even if it's a loser, if it's say this, the area, we still want to come in and try to beautify mm -hmm. a home and that area and try to add value for that neighborhood eventually. Because if we can go in and do one, usually the opportunities come up where we can buy one or two more in that area and really help the home values. And so we're not only helping our future flips, but we're helping all those in the area, hopefully be able to get the value out of their homes that they're looking for. And I think that makes sense that if you're just doing it by yourself, like for when you're a group, like you said, that you can have one thing not be as profitable and it's okay. But for one person, that's hard. Yeah, very. Well, so let's look at a little flip side of you. Speaking of flips. Oh, so <laughs> clever, Scott. How about that? <laughs> yeah. The flip side of you is, let's talk a little bit about you yourself okay what do you like to do what's your background a little bit do you have any hobbies got family tell us a little bit about yourself on a personal level yeah so one of the reasons we moved back to utah was for family family's big with us and love to spend a lot of time with the family whether that being just sunday dinners or you know going out and doing little adventures here and there but family's real important to us so that was one big reason that brought us back to utah but yeah, my, my background is in racing. I was in racing for 15 years before we decided to do this. Real was it street racing or you're racing some girls NASCAR. off to the side of the road? NASCAR. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cool. NASCAR. Oh, so that, that was pretty that? fun. Oh, no wonder you were in Carolina. Okay. Yes. So do ah, they explain what you did. What were you doing with NASCAR? So I was the marketing manager. So oh. I worked with the sponsors, worked with our sales team. And anything that had a logo on it, I was in charge of. And going out and trying to market ourselves to these multi-million dollar sponsors. So from that, kind of seemed like a good fit just to come into real estate where we're trying to sell ourselves, but on a smaller scale. Yeah, you weren't like having to go pitch to these like huge So companies. if you're a NASCAR Guru is the name of your company NASCAR? No, we I worked for a team in NASCAR. <laughs> so just kidding with you. Really. We'll cut that out. Yeah. But as a team, we didn't like NASCAR. We did NASCAR. It was their sandbox. We were playing in it. Mm -hmm. And one of the toughest things was to keep a sponsor. So you'd have other teams that would come in and try to steal that sponsor away. Uh, but NASCAR itself would also come and try to steal that sponsor away from you. Uh, interesting. Yeah. That sounds like a very competitive arena that fast you were in. Pace, yeah, fast I'd pace. Call it. Yes, the very good arena that you're in. How do you feel like that helps you right now in real estate? It's the same type thing. It's a real dog eat dog world. We're out there competing against hundreds thousands of realtors everybody's got a neighbor or a cousin or a neighbor's dog that's a realtor and we're trying to compete for that same business but i think it's important that we really have an interest in our clients and not just for ourselves the commissions are great but 
let's help these people. And that's what really got me interested in being a realtor because about 10 years ago, we had a rental house in North Carolina and we had moved back to Utah for a couple of years. And so we were using that as a rental and it started to be a problem after commissions and all that, we weren't really going to come out with anything. So we went to a realtor to ask them what our real options are. And we got a bad piece of advice and it ended up hurting our credit. If you could go back and give your younger self that advice after talking to that real estate agent, what would you tell them? What would you tell yourself and your wife? When you're looking for a real estate agent, look at multiple agents. It's our job to win your business. So even if it's your cousin or a relative or a close friend, give them the opportunity to interview to be your agent, but find out what's important to you. Find out what you need to get from the home or what you want to do from the home and find the right agent that's the fit for you. Don't just go with anyone or because it, it doesn't need to be someone who's been in the business 20, 30 years that's got big roadside signs and maybe not even somebody that's new to the business because somebody that's new to the business and I know a few of them that are just as good as some of those that have been in the business 20, 30 years and are there to help you. So just find the right agent for you. Find one that has your best interest in mind. Had I known what I know now, we could have saved ourselves a lot of headache, saved ourselves a bad credit and been able to help us in future transactions and would have been able to come away either by renting or selling it, still been able to come up, come away with something in that transaction, even when we thought it was very bleak and we weren't going to come away with anything or even a small loss. I don't want to see other people in that same situation. So if I can help them understand that there are different options, even when it might seem like there's none, there's always an option.